You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's True Blood After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424 424- 256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's True Blood After Show. Hey, guys. Bing is for doing, and we are doing our first Season 5 True Blood wrap-up. The episode is called Turn, 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 and I am so excited that this is back. In case you're wondering, I am Jenna Bush. Gentlemen, I'm here with two lovely gentlemen. Introduce yourselves. What's up, guys? I'm JC, a former bad actor and now just a super fan of True Blood, and I'm so pumped. You don't understand. Oh, I do. Okay. I'm I'm just happy to be here. I'm ready to dissect it and break it down. I got excited just listening to him. Hi, everybody. I'm Yermon Gurr, actor, super fan, geek, gamer, True Blood fan, and here we go. You just said geek and gamer. I, I too, am these things. I just got a tattoo of a USB symbol on my finger. I'm holding up all three so it doesn't look like I'm giving you the bird. Okay. Okay. So before (laughs) we start, guys, um, make sure you subscribe on iTunes. Leave us comments. It only takes a second. Um, Tell your friends because we we do some good stuff here. And you should hear all of it. Yes. Tell everybody. Mm -hmm. All right. So um, you can also follow us, by the way, at AfterBuzz TV. Yes. Chat roll. Uh-huh. We got to say hi to Chat Roll, Water Tower Base, everyone. What's up, guys? <laughs> All right. So um, we're going to start by talking about um, Suki, Tara. That? So who's that? Who's that? I'm kidding. Suki. I've had a crush on her for five the last five years of my life. I I just like to say I I said the first Suki of the season. <gasps> yeah. Oh, you, <laughs> I beat you to you it. You did because I, I was waiting for Suki. All right. Well, yours sounds better because I'm a girl. So whatever. Yeah, I, go, okay. I, I even add that mine part. I go, Suki's mine. Ooh. 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 Wow, I, I yeah. think you got us all. Yeah. All yeah. right. Except I totally did it first. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> so so when we last left our lovely friends, Suki shot Debbie Pelt and Tara had been shot in the head. So there's some death. Yeah, it was... <laughs> Okay, for the beginning. Death on True Blood? No. Never. It was slightly frenzied, you would say, the intro. Those first, yeah. like, two minutes of the episode, mm-hmm. I was like, <laughs> yeah, for I sure. Know. I had to put it on pause and go, <gasps> resume. I think yes. the two of you need an inhaler. Maybe. Just Could say. Be. Okay. Um, but it was a really cool moment, and I think, um, you know, aside from everything that happens after, just knowing that Suki has now admitted that she wanted to kill Debbie. Yeah. Is a really, big, really big deal. Big. Why? Okay, well, okay, sh- okay. Sure, Debbie, the last two seasons was, was after left and right, mm-hmm. but I mean, why did she just not say it was an accident? I mean, it's self defense. Like Lafayette, when Lafayette yeah. brought that up, I mean, uh-huh. it was an easy out. It was an easy out. I, I think that Sookie has a tendency to blurt. <laughs> she, d- she blurts. 
She just says bleh, and she she um, verbally vomits. Yeah, yeah. It's probably a byproduct of her of her power of of telepathy and so yeah. on. She's she's used to people being able to disclose everything to her, so she's not used to being a filter for herself. Yeah, okay. yeah, and also I think that she hears. Yeah, she hears everyone's truth. So I think on some level, you know, when you when you realize you're picking up other people's feelings, like it, even with intuition, like if you're hanging out with somebody, you're like, I know they're going to say this. I know they're going to say this. You wonder if people get the same thing from you. So and I, now everyone else is not telepathic, but I wonder if on some level she's like, I just speak truth because someone's going to figure it out. Could be, yeah. It's or the crusader in her, or just always mm-hmm. the do-gooder in her. You know, she also the stupid girl in her because you <laughs> don't want to get caught for murder. Well, yeah, and maybe she's just growing up a little bit and kind of owning being her own person now. Is maybe that's that's the way I got it. Is they're going to develop her character hopefully, and and you know the way Anna Paquin's going to play it a little more grown up and a little more owning up to what's going on around her instead of constantly playing more of the victim card. Like, mm-hmm. okay, uh, you know, all this stuff is happening around me. Up until now, it's it's stuff has been happening. To her, whereas now I think what what I'd like to see is, is her doing stuff in her life proactively, taking charge of it, owning it. Yeah, and I, the thing is, I think I think that she will. I mean, she has powers now too. She can. Sh- that was mm-hmm. actually a great moment for me, being uh, as we are uh, superhero fans and superpower mm-hmm. fans. I was like, for the first time, she got to use her power in kind of a cool way. I'm surprised they haven't let allowed that to happen. Where Lafayette knew that she could pick up on her thoughts and actually managed to, you know, divert what could have been a bad situation, i.e., her admission that she did in fact kill her on purpose to Alcide. Instead, he's like, "Girl, what the heck are you doing? You know, mm-hmm. you know that's not supposed to be. This, this could get us in trouble." And and then she just kind of came back. In voc- vocally, that I say, not telep- telepathically back, but said, you're right, I'm sorry, I didn't know what happened. I thought that was a great little moment where, for once, she's starting to use her abilities you know, for her good, instead of so far, it's been something that's been shunned. Like she's had to use it, but she's had to use it on a down low, and she hasn't been fe- she hasn't felt good about it. You think, now she I can think, zap people. I, I, yeah. I think it's maybe she just didn't know how to use her power. She's like you said, coming into her own. Uh-huh. But she did not know how to use it. You know, now as as her journey goes along, she's going to learn how to use the the light, the flash of the light. But I want to go back a step. Last season, when uh, when Adele came back and told her you need to be alone yeah and I think that's going to be a theme for not only her but a lot of the characters this season Mm. just that lonely journey because she's always been with either Bill or Eric or Bill Eric or Alcide or Bill Eric or lucky girl (laughs) lucky as if one isn't a big pull for most and now I'm going to have all three Oh my God! I, I sat next to Alexander Skarsgård in a bar, and with Roth, by the way, um, who are okay. our future um, co-host, and her face started going hmm, hmm, like she's twitching. And I realized there's someone leaning on me, and I turned my head, and I'm like, Oh! Yeah, the same thing happened. Uh, the gentleman who plays uh, uh, Alcide, um, Joe Mang, Joe Mang, the only. Uh, yeah. Wait, did I say it right? No one says uh, it no, right. Not even Joe. Ma- no, he didn't even know how to say Ma- it. Manganiello. Manganiello. Thank you. Manganiello. For some reason, I want to say Manganiello, but Manganiello. Um, he came into a restaurant I was at at the West Side Tavern, and, and first of all, he, watching him walk by, he was like this. And then the entire, every female in that restaurant was like, <laughs> I know. And be, nobody got anything that they ordered for a good 15, 20 minutes. People were like, oh my God, he's so hot. <laughs> Chicks, chicks were saying that I wasn't. Although, oh come on, it's Joe. Fine, he's good looking, but <laughs> yes. I'm just saying, all life stopped. So I'm saying I've 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 witnessed that kind of. Phenomenon. Oh yeah, no, I actually I I do a lot of red carpets for a living, mm-hmm. and so I was at the True Blood red carpet and the after party, and I I went up to him and I was chatting with him for a little bit. But it is very difficult not to sweat when really? you're talking to him. Hmm. 
I mean, maybe it was warm. Maybe it was warm inside the party. I don't know. Maybe yeah. they're both. You guys are both method. Maybe since he's a wolf, he gives right. off the heat. You thank know. you, thank right. you for justifying so my drooling over him. On that. That's nice. <laughs> get, right. some, we'll get some werewolf lore. Totally worked I like out. it. Hey, speaking of, what about Tara? Yes. Okay. So Tara. Um, actually, this was a crazy scene. First of all, Pam. I had to say Pam because Pam is one of my favorite characters. I love the like weird crap she says and and the fact that she got into a Walmart sweatsuit. Yeah. yeah. I'm in a Walmart sweatsuit. For y'all, that was a fantastic line. <laughs> I love that. I, I just love her so much. Anybody who's seen any of my other wrap-ups of, of True Blood will know that like I'm obsessed with Pam. Um, but I, I think it was really interesting that now Suki owes her a favor. Yes. And is going to try to get Eric back for her. Yes. Um, I don't know if you guys saw um, HBO put out a viral thing for Maker's Day. So you saw Pam saying, like, you're the best vampire a girl can make a girl could have. And she does a shot of blood. And mm-hmm. I've been waiting for Pam's story to expand. Yeah. And we are getting that this season. Yeah, And we, we are- were talking about this earlier. Like, between Tara and Pam, I feel like they're going to do hopefully some nice, interesting things to kind of get them back into the fold, whereas they seem to be very ancillary up till now. Yeah, yeah. Well, well Pam was always the, the queen of the one-liners. Yep. She always had the best line out of oh, any character. Does. Absolutely. And then now, you know, and I, I go back. Okay, I did a marathon. I got to admit, I, I think I think your mouth knows. <laughs> yeah. I did a little marathon a few days ago. Awesome. I watched 39 episodes of True Blood in four days. I've seen every single one, but I wanted to brush wow. up. Wow. He yeah. doesn't have a day job. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> oh, my God. Or I say it, he yeah. has no life. <laughs> well, you know, that, no, I understand because Carolyn Hennessy, who's in the future playing one of the Vampire Authority, actually told me she mainlined it. And she did pretty much the same thing. Okay. Really? See? Mm-hmm. See? See? Sorry. God. You're the one who came up with a hashtag for yeah, it. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but, no, but, the thing, no, but what I was going to mention is that the Pam thing has been brewing since season three. Yeah. When actually when um, Russell was out to, you know, when Eric thought Russell was going to kill him. Yeah. And then that's when, you know, um, Eric was telling Pam, he's like, I, I want you to become a maker. Mm-hmm. And he said that. And I, and I remember I, I took, yes, and I took notes out of every episode. Oh, I watched. nerd. <laughs> the, nerd. If you can see it, this entire pad is notes. Just, nerd. Pathetic. All of you, completely pathetic. Oh, oh really? Thank oh, you. really, Phil? <laughs> Phil? Yeah. Yes, you know what? I'm a super fan. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only teasing you because, like, I'm a fan of so many things. I have toys in my house. It's like, yeah. And I think we should do cosplay. <gasps> I'm so like, in. I'm so in. Roth may have you beat. I heard she wants to be sucky, though. She ain't be sucky. Oh, okay. Who do I want to be? I want to be Pam. Hey, well, let's hit. I mean, Pam, are you kidding me? Let nice. the super fans decide who's who. <gasps> yeah. I'm right taller in, than everybody. Roth. I'm taller than Roth. I have to be Pam. She has to be sucky. Well, why don't well, you could be Eric? Like, pull the hair back and. <laughs> I just want to have him. Dude, dude. I don't want to be why him. Would you, why would you give away the cool could, g- uh, characters, the, the guy characters, the girls? Wait, hey. Come on. Could we either one of us pull Eric? No. You're like all C. Look, you got the long flowing locks. <laughs> wow. I know. That's true. <laughs> I know. could. Joe. Uh-huh. I'm saying, watch out, buddy. I, I want to be uh-huh. Andy. <laughs> I kind of I, I I feel Sam, too, every once in a while. Although, oh, I love Sam. Yeah. So let's let the fans decide who. Yeah. All right, Absolutely. you guys vote on who we should be. Um, if you look up Jennings Roth Cornet, so you can see what she looks like. She is blonde <laughs> and tiny. She's a pixie. Or so check her out on our Eureka After Show. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> How yeah, about that's that? True. That's easier. That is easier. Yes, go to the Eureka After Show and you will absolutely see. Although this um, this particular week, it's just me talking for <laughs> a long time. But yeah, so you'll see what she looks like. <laughs> I thought it was you actually know, brilliant. I had 
fun. <laughs> yeah, you we should. went deep. We talked about the meaning of life and AI and the singularity and Skynet. And really? Wow. Yeah. So, oh my so, gosh. I okay. We're getting of, off topic. Speaking yeah. of artificial intelligence, singularity, and Skynet. Um, how about those vampires and werewolves and death? No, right, Tara, exactly. Tara, <laughs> Tara, Tara. Tara. No, wait. But you were saying it was it was an interesting point you were bringing up about in season three when when Pam was made or that is say it was alluded that Pam should be a maker. Right. You know the show and you said this before the show loves some foreshadowing. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's awesome to see that finally come around. Totally. But it was also something that she alluded to. We were not necessarily. I, I don't know that we knew anything about Pam's past as a maker, but she also let it slip already in this episode when she says, "You know, y'all, I have done." before though mm -hmm. not to great success right mm -hmm. so that was an interesting bit interstrewn amongst her awesome like the fact that she gets into the, the ground and she's got her back turned to Tara like okay, I don't want no. anything to do with her <laughs> and poor Sook is like can you please show her some, some graciousness and like okay fine and she turns <laughs> I know, it's and then she her. delivers that line so obviously there's there's a little bit of a pass there which is great again more Pam development which I love to see yeah and also um, I think we should talk about the fact that Tara hates vampires and now she is one exactly she has a bitter but awesome. is she a vampire or is she going to be possibly now I have not I've, okay I've seen the series so many times I've not read the books but I've I heard the books. that it could be a play on Bubba it would be really interesting because half her head is missing so guys yes. I guess I should explain Bubba okay Bubba is Elvis Yes, I just said that line. Bubba yeah. is Elvis. So he, he was turned, but it didn't really go so well. Um, <laughs> and he's kind of dumb. He's also, like, there's something really wrong with him. And he's really violent, but he's really sweet. Okay. I so know, he's like Lenny okay. from Of Mice he, and He's Men. exactly that. Exactly that. Um, and so it would be interesting to see if that's what she is. Now, I, I talked to Rutina on the red carpet, and she said, and she couldn't actually talk about anything because it was before sure. we saw the episode, sure. but she said it's something she's going to have to come to terms with. Um, so, you know, that's that sounds like maybe it won't be a Bubba thing um, and that she will be all there or she'll develop it again. Um, mm -hmm. But she, because the thing is, she does, she's obviously not going to accept the fact that she's a vampire. She hates them. Right. So, um, It'd be interesting to see which way they go with that. It, well, they they made an allusion in the in the uh, the post clips, right, of, of of scenes of future episodes where obviously Sookie is going to be championing championing. Sorry, that's a hard word to say. <laughs> the fact that she is still in there somewhere. Yeah. But she, it's going to be some sort of a development where she gets to a point where she's again sentient Terra inside the vampire version body. Right. Mm. Yeah. Which will be interesting dynamic regardless because at that point now she's everything she's always hated. But then there's going to have to be some enjoyment on her part because bottom line is you get to be a vampire. Come on. Woo! It, it can run the whole gamut. Now with, <laughs> but with Tara, the thing is that she was so... I don't want to say that she was always... She always had an axe to grind. Mm -hmm. You know, with her mom, with... You, you name it, she's always... Is she going to exact revenge on tons of people? Let's say even Jason... I mm. <gasps> really? Oh no! I don't, I don't know anything. Oh my god! I'm I, just th saying, I thought I guessed it right. Cause oh, I'm not going to tell you. Okay. I've seen some of the future episodes. Uh, I'm, not gonna, I'm not saying anything. I have a feel. Okay. Uh, this is. I had. A th this is my theory in my notes here. But yeah. Okay. I'm thinking that Tara would go after. She's always been in love with Jason mm. since season one. Yep. And he's always he's always denied her. He's always kind of pushed her away, and he's gonna she's gonna go after Jason. And this is when Jessica would step in. Because it's a theory. I remember mm, I've not read the books. Interesting. Well, you know, I think we might switch around our topics since you brought that up. And we'll talk about Jessica, Jason, and Steve Newland. Nice. And we'll talk about Bill, Eric, and Nora later. Um, because 
someone else is manipulating Jason. Steve Newland. That was the wow. That was such a fantastic scene. Yeah. I am a gay vampire American. Um, <laughs> it was awesome. Wasn't it? And his I smile think, afterwards is. Oh my phenomenal. god, he is hysterical. I think the thing that was cool though is when you, he first walks in, like you don't know. I mean, maybe someone did screw with him. Maybe somebody was like, oh, you know, I'm totally gonna make you. Um, you know, I'm gonna make you. Um, you know. Uh, Sorry, I'm totally losing my train of thought here. But someone's going to make you um, into a vampire to punish you. But instead, someone did teach him because he knows how to glamour. Right. And he glamoured. So he lied about that. Also, I'd just like to point out that Jason was standing there naked. Again. Again. Hey, no, no, don't say Seriously, as much as possible. You do that all you want. Well, I I think it's required (laughs) in his contract, probably. He's just got to be. The window for this apology is closed. I don't have a contract. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one I was going That's for. Right. Awesome. I don't have yeah. a contract. Yeah. Yeah. I know that show. Yeah. Uh, by the way, if he if he does have this in his contract, I would like to hug and kiss whoever did that contract for him. <laughs> it's probably in everybody's contract, but that's another yeah, story. That's kind of true. <laughs> okay. Ahead, sorry, Jesse. No, no. Okay. When I was doing the marathon, my roommate walks by, and he sees he he's not he hasn't wa- really watched the show, but he saw us. We were, I was in season two, and he's watching Newland go by, and he said, "Oh, he's gay," and he walked out of the room. Yeah, you know, and I thought the same thing. I well, did. I, th- I think a lot of us did. Yeah, yeah. I really didn't think about yeah. it. I, I think the whole point is supposed to be that we're not that surprised, but Jason's look is phenomenal. He's like, oh my God, I had no idea. It's like, really? Mm-hmm. The whole time you were at this camp, when he, he was never in, that, in those got it. polo, what do you call it? The preppy, like, even the way he, I mean, come on. What? Oh That's my. all I have to say. I'm going <laughs> to stop. Wow, you're mine. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I think it was interesting that Jessica saved him, and then everything sort of switched at the party because, you know, Jessica's having parties at her house, mm-hmm. rock band, and that was, that was an awesome scene, by the way. You, you know, like, so you, li- you liked them battling it out? Because I they did. Were pretty, it was like college games. It, it totally was. It totally was. I mean, she's, she's what, now, well, she's forever 18, but mm-hmm. she's getting in that college party phase, and Jason is falling for her. Aww. Which is awesomely juxtaposed with the fact that Jason was the, you know, the quarterback, the star quarterback. Mm-hmm. Is he also, isn't he also the prom king or something like that? What, he's the, he's just the, everything. He's mm-hmm. like a, a high school star. Right. And those parties were his wheelhouse. That was his backyard. Yeah. He owned those parties. And for a certain extent, it's still there. Obviously, the first thing the the Greeks, the, the, the sorority girls do is latch on to him like mm-hmm. bees to honey. So he's still got a little bit of magic, but he's now fishing for bigger game in yeah. Jessica, who wants nothing but to go back to something that Jason's going out of while he used to. Like there's that whole one's coming out of it, one's coming into it type is, of scenario. Yeah. Is he in love with her or is it the blood? I think he's in love with her. So I, I think, I mean, I also think that, you know, he defied yeah. his friend Hoyt for this. Yeah. So the idea that this isn't going to work out and that he's destroyed the closest friendship he has outside of Sookie um, just to have this woman and that she's like hanging out at a party and like hooking up in front of him, you know, with someone else. And we've all been to that party. <laughs> all been to that party. Um, th- I mean, it's really sad. I think he really is in love with her. And it is something that you see like in the books constantly. Is it the blood? Is it love? Mm-hmm. You know, um, I mean, it's something we were talking about on Eureka about is, is it a robot or is it real it's, it's just it's one of those things that you're never really going to know and that's the endless speculation on it I think is a really cool thing mm-hmm. but uh, now one thing I, I, I want to ask is does the blood eventually just work its way out yeah, I believe it does okay. I believe it does um, but I mean it depends because like if you're in a relationship and you keep exchange mm-hmm. then it's then it's different but, um, but she hasn't done that in a while and he's still following her 
So, I mean, now this, this this episode does pick up exactly where the last one left off, but it's you know it's been a little while, so it'll be interesting to see how how that develops. But um, but I also want to know what's happening with Steve Newland because here's here's the thing. I asked um, Dennis O'Hare. He said that um, Russell Edgington has a new sweetie this I season. Yeah, yeah. But um, and then you know Michael McMillan, who plays uh, Steve Newland, came over and they were like woo, and they were totally partying, and I was like, um, is it? Is it? And they said no, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. I believe them. Yeah, no, no, I, uh, no. Mm-hmm. It, uh, think about it. It's the perfect marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, he needs a new Talbot, and Newland came from the power. You know, from the religious sector the way yep. he did, and it, and it's the same thing that that Russell's trying. He's trying to break up the authority in the in the Vampire League, and he's tr- yep. you know he's got his own plant. Yeah, you know. So. Yeah, and we don't know how Russell's coming back too. I mean, we don't know exactly what's going right. on. What I do know, and this is not from watching the episodes, by the way. So, guys, it's seriously, just like that reaction before. This is not a spoiler. This is just stuff that. I've spoken to on them. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! I almost I wanted to. I almost wanted to duck and roll just then. I, ducked <laughs> I, know, and I know. Stop, drop, and roll. Almost. <laughs> I know. But I mean, I they're you know they've they've talked about him and he said he's going to be in a very different place. Like he's still angry, but he's a little more calm mm-hmm. and and he he chills a little bit about where he is, which I think is going to work well with the Vampire Authority because they're the big bad of the season. Wait, right. I'm sorry, you're talking about Russell's a little bit more. Right, right, and that's that's what Dennis said. So, but I I think that those two might be the couple. If they are, I'm going to totally call you out, Dennis O'Hare, for mm-hmm. lying to my ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll have to get him on here to explain himself. There Please. We go. Either way, he's a great character, and I'm really glad that they're finding a different dimension to it. And I really like to see the concept that now we're getting to, you know, whether they, they whatever they explore, whether it's Russell's new uh, philosophies, whether it's, new, uh, you know, Reverend Newland's new philosophies, being that he's a vampire now, whatever's going on, they're really trying to get back to, not trying, they're, it seems like they're really getting back to the world of the authority, right. the world of vampire-humankind relations, which was what they alluded to in the first season that kind of created, the, that, that was the world that they created. And then we kind of started doing some other things with Maynards and, and werewolves and, and other lore that was brought in at fairies. And so I really like the idea that we get a chance to kind of explore the world which was created first and foremost that kind of grabbed every day to begin with. Like, what are vampire-human relations? Who wants to be a part of the human race? Who doesn't want to be? And that, that, that stuff is really nice for me to see. Yeah. Well, and now, before we go any further, I do want to talk about Amazon because they are sponsors. And um, as people who watch my Eureka show know, I do a segment every week about drunk purchases on Amazon because that's what I do. So here's the deal. That's awesome. I, it, it kind of is. Um, <laughs> so here's the deal. If you go to, if you're going to purchase something on Amazon anyway, go to AfterBuzzTV.com and click on the Amazon banner. Um, it'll take it'll take like two seconds, and you, we get goodies. So you get goodies. We can bring you more really really cool content. So make sure you do that. So this week. Uh, I may have purchased a giant spear. What? Hello. I did. I purchased a spear. I have. I bought um, a, a sword before, but I did a geek girl calendar shoot called Women of Geekdom, and they okay. gave me a spear for my Valkyrie outfit. And when I got back, I was like, we were drinking, and I was like, you know what I totally need to have is my spear. And so I purchased a spear. And you yes. got it on Amazon? Yeah. It's bigger than wow. me. And very Interesting. pointy. Do you find that you have you find like once a week you sit around and you're like you know what I need mm-hmm. I need a spear. Yeah, I do. Um, with me, it's always weaponry. I should be on this show. No, <laughs> That's it is. not at all irksome. No, I'm, I'm not worried about that at all. No, she's you, got weaponry. I have lots of weaponry. I, I have a sonic screwdriver. I sense that's not sincere, although I have no idea why. 
Thank you. <laughs> I won't stab anyone. Mm-hmm. This is why we're on. If you guys yes. are watching us live, we are on mm-hmm. the right side of the studio. See this? She's, not, she's yes. got her own right. space. Right. And when this <laughs> is our dancing space. This is her dancing space. When, right when Phil, Roth is. <laughs> Phil, do, do, does Amazon sell helmets by chance? They do. I they know do. they do. Okay, thank you. They Excellent. totally do. I'll, br- I'll bring and one. Shields. And, and shields. And shields. I suggest you gentlemen shields. arm yourselves. And DVDs on uh, probably sword fighting and de- defense mm-hmm. mechanisms. Excellent. Excellent. It's a very plastic. Lots of books. Books for Father's mm-hmm. Day. Or what? What's going on? Every yeah, Father's Day. Oh, oh, if you have a really nerdy dad, I'm reading the best book ever. Okay, so uh, sorry, I didn't mean to act like a 12 year old there for a second. <laughs> I think I bounced in my chair. <laughs> if you guys didn't see that, um, so there's this book, um, and it's called uh, Ready Player One. It is the geekiest thing I've ever read in my entire life. I won't go too into detail. Dystopian future, every 80s uh, video game reference, and Dungeons and Dragons, and TV shows, and John Hughes movies. <gasps> it's so geeky. Oh get it gosh. for your dad if your dad likes geeky stuff. You have to get it. Get it for my dad. Do I get to get it for myself? Yes. Uh, thank yes, you. Too. Okay, there you go. And just, just go through our AfterBuzzTV.com and hit the banner and we're good. Absolutely. Right. Okay, so um, I think we should talk about Bill, Eric, and Nora. Nora's new. Um, so uh, Rachel Griffiths. Uh, yeah. She's kind of amazing. She is. Oh, you're patting your chest there. You mm-hmm. love oh, her. <laughs> Can I just say this may Sexy. not have. You may not get this reference, but there's a great line in uh, uh, Bring It On. Where the ex boyfriend <laughs> is talking to Christ- Kirsten Dunst, and then they hang up the phone, and then the girl that's we don't we just hear an off uh, an off camera voice go, "Who was that?" And he turns to her, he goes, "My sister." And then because he's covering up the fact that he was talking to his girlfriend, and he turns and goes, mm, "But you're not my sister." That's the only <laughs> thing I could think of the entire time when all of a sudden we find out the special the special nature of the relationship between <laughs> said Nora and Eric when they're like, "She's my sister." Next thing you know, Bill's like, "Guys." New Orleans can hear you. I'm just saying you might want to keep it down. What kind of sis? That's awesome. But it's not blood. They're not blood. They're not blood. blood. They're just they have the same maker. Hey, look, I just think that sex scene was kind of awesome. Yeah. It. All right. You guys, you know, it was it was done. Alan Ball, they put it in there just because since there's not, they don't foresee or we don't foresee Sookie and Eric getting it on. But they have to have Eric at least naked. Naked. Yes. yes. Go wash up, dirty bird. <laughs> they had to. So nice. I'm sure you were happier than a puppy with two Peter, so it's fantastic. A little That's- bit. <laughs> um, but I mean, also, it's that like, all right. Roth and I, when Roth is here, we'll we'll have a discussion about that sort of aggressive sex and the kind of, you know. Um, anyway, we like it. So mm-hmm. it was a, it was a great scene, but I also think it's really cool that she's part of the Vampire Authority. Yes. Right. She's chance. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, and also finding out from her that the vampire authority is split between not only, and this is something that um, that other characters told me on the red carpet, they're not only split between whether or not they look at humans as someone as people to deal with or look at them as food. Um, they're also split between wanting to kill Bill and Eric for killing Nan, mm-hmm. or if they want to um, let them go and they're they're thanking them for getting rid of Marnie. Mm-hmm. So. That, that's sort of an interesting dynamic. Yeah, I mean, they, 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 they mentioned factions, they, right? They mentioned mm-hmm. it on the episode. Yeah. Yeah, Bill, yeah, they says, did. Bill says factions, not faction, as when referring yeah. to Nora and Nora's. Yes, there's factions. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah um, it also, oh, the two of them in the trunk. That was so cute. You know, they're, they are the next Tango and Cash. Yeah. They are the next. Nice uh, Tango and Cash reference. I know. Right? Like Very nice. Murtaugh and, you know, Riggs. Riggs, they're, yeah. They're to- I love that. Yeah. I think yeah, I'm super too. thrilled that we get to see kind of them as, you know, Abbott can cut. Co- 
Costello, you know, Butch and, and Sundance, and they're, now they're going to walk around and, and wreak havoc together and get into trouble and get out of it. It's going to be great to see those two kind of interact because you can tell their friendship is also obviously uh, cultivated off the off the field. So now to see that be played into it, it's going to be great. Yeah, would it be friendship? Would it be or are they frenemies? I think they're frenemies. But the thing I like about it is the two of them have such dry senses of humor that the one-liners are just. Ugh. They're just fantastic. Uh, I don't get the frenemies. I get that they're just... I mean, I I don't know if they're enemies so much as just... There are people that have had uh, contradicting agendas in the past, well, but they're both immortal. Like at that point, and when you've lived for so long, you probably put petty stuff like, "Am I going to hold a grudge for with, but, you, with you?" But for they both years? had to fight over. Um, God, I hope I don't get bleeped on this. Um, but uh, what Pam refers to as a uh, super a snatch. That's a quote. That's a quote. <laughs> that's a quote from the show. It's a quote from the show. That's legal. That's legal. Right. Um, but I mean, they're both fighting over Sookie, and now Sookie's gotten rid of both of them. Mm-hmm. So they're like, you ever like hang out? Out with a girl that you know, you, like you two guys were broken up with by the same girl, or like I know I am friends with girls who have dated the same people that I have, and it's like you still have that thing where you're like, I don't really like you because <laughs> you hooked up with that guy, but we understand each other. Okay, common you know? e- common enemy, or in this case, con- common lover. Yes, exactly, exactly. Okay. So I don't know. Um, it'll be interesting to see if this relationship with Nora continues if she stays on the show and Bill tries to get back with Suki because obviously we're not going with. The books um, mm-hmm. very much anymore um, you know especially like with everything that's happened with the fairies and all of that also I'd like to point out there was nary a fairy to be seen I know because I think maybe they got that like the opening with the Lumiere fruit last season people were like really fairies mm. you, oh, you didn't like it you didn't no <laughs> and not because I don't like the fairies because okay. I do in the books they're really really cool um, but I think the way they portrayed them in the beginning bothered me and, and there was a moment in the season finale where Andy's rolling around with a fairy mm-hmm. on the lawn and she's got a zipper going down her dress and that immediately pulls me out of it I'm like dude so do they have like fairy zipper factories and the some fairies just like make zippers all day? like really do you okay, magic you're just the zippers getting nitpicky here right? I am but Look, I did makeup and and style stuff for for years and years and years, and so like that just stood out. Like you're magical creatures, and they, I don't think they were handled well. Okay, I hate to say this is slightly off topic, but it's still true blood, and I have to know. Yeah. Why did he have sex with the fairy? Why would it? Why was that? Why did that happen? Is that going to be told to us later? Well, um, when I when I talked to when I talked to him on the carpet, he said, um, "I said, so what's Andy getting into this season?" He said, "He's getting into some ladies," yes. and I was like, "Ladies," and he's like, "Well, you know, Holly," and I was like, "Nah, you, yeah, there was an S on the end of that. You said mm-hmm. ladies." So, mm-hmm. but then he's like, "You know, he did have that encounter in the woods." So, um, one of the things that a lot of the people who play fairies said on the carpet was that the fairies are very different this season. Um, so I think we're going to get less of the and more of the we can shoot things out of our hands. Okay. Um, there, you know, before Good. they were just like, like putting me around flaming hot Cheetos. Like I must have that all the time. Um, but you know, now I think we're going to see them not be like snack food. I think they're they're really going to be very powerful and they're very like Claudette and Claude are going to be really strong in Sookie's life. Well, they were alluding to that I think all, yeah. all along. Where yeah. They want to close the worlds between right between the fairy and the human world, but right. they need Sookie back, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And is it Mob? Is that, am I pronouncing it correctly? Um, Mab. Mab. Thank yeah, you. Queen okay. Mab. Okay. Yeah. I just. I. I do. I want to see him come back. I do. I liked. I just. It can't be enough. Okay. There's so many storylines you got to keep straight. Might as well throw some fairies in there. Sure. Right. Why not? Well, everyone was joking about this would be zombie season because right. last season they said uh, zombies are the new vampires mm-hmm. and zombies are all the rage and all of that and everyone wondered if Tara was going to be a zombie. 
but I, I don't. Well, they're kind of alluding to it. If right. we do have a, zo- a vampire who's not all there, right? Mentally, yeah. Uh, then that technically is like a zombie esque vampire. Yeah. So they get to have a little bit of play there. Yeah, and I just want to say for the record, like I don't dislike the fairies. I just don't like the way they did them last no, season. No, no, I totally agree so. with you. I, I, I totally agree with you. I would have liked to see fairies. They kind of on the one side they were kind of very fairy esque, and then there was that whole bit when all, everything changes once you you know you, then all of a sudden the colors changed and they became kind of like more a rough exterior like the uh, the fairies. I forget exactly. It's, it's when. Um, at the very end, when she has to leave the uh, the fairy world with, uh, with pa- uh, Papa Earl, uh, yes, thank you, yeah. and uh, and all of a sudden everything changes. Like that's kind of the I mean, you, everything else about the show is kind of darker. It yeah. was kind of interesting to all of a sudden be like flowers and apples and yay and, and <laughs> pools of light. You know that it, so it, pretty. it didn't, Yeah, if you're gonna do fairies, do fairies within the context of the world you've created. Right. I'm with you on that. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, um, I guess guys, we should do a little commercial. Let's, let's, let's it do it. All right. Let's do it. Hey there, good buddies. The handle's Willie Bear. I'm a truck driving man, but I'm not that old school kind of truck driving man. No, I like to listen to podcasts while I'm driving through these great United States of ours. And my favorite podcasts in the world are from AfterBuzz TV. And why? Because <laughs> AfterBuzz TV is like a post-game wrap-up show for all your favorite TV shows. Like Jersey Shore, Dancing with the Stars, Mad Men, and a whole truckload more. I like listening to my Gossip Girl podcast, catching up with all my fellow fans and getting all the latest news and gossip. You know, I got some strong opinions. And AfterBuzz TV lets me share those opinions with thousands of other listeners. What a feeling. I used to doze off on those lonely stretches of road. And don't worry, I got the cruise control. But now I'm wide awake and listening to all the AfterBuzz TV goodness. <laughs> Check them out. Give them a holler. And tell them the old woolly bear sent you. guys, I'd like to actually talk about Patrick and Terry, because it was really, really cool having Scott Foley on um, and finding out that, like, having him address the fact that the fire is happening in the house, but the ghost is really nice. Mm. So, like, what actually caused that fire? So there's two theories, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead. I w- I'm dying to know this. Well, no. I mean, I, there's the two theories that they're putting out is, uh, according to t- Terry, it was just it just happened to be a ghost, a freakish occurrence by a ghost who happened to be a very nice lady, which is awesome. He, <laughs> yeah. He's really so good at that. Oh, Todd okay. Lowe is so good at like kind I of just... him. He's been awesome since his uh, debut Gilmore Girls, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's nice to see... Scott Foley come back after doing the unit like come on from Felicity to this awesome um, but so there's two theories there's a Terry theory that it's just a really nice lady who came back as a spirit and possessed a bit uh, you know uh, uh, Lafayette and then stole the baby and created a fire or something mysterious that might be happening which is where Sergeant Scott Foley comes in and says that out of the five members of their unit from the, uh, their Iraq unit, um, which is alluded to is probably most likely some sort of a spec ops unit of sorts, yeah. um, that four out of those five people have had their houses burned down and some of them are also dead. And he thinks there's a correlation. Obviously, there's a correlation. And, of course, we cut it off because Terry doesn't even want to talk about it, which is going to be great to see Terry's character develop because yes. you and I have talked about the fact that they've constantly had little blips about him. Yeah. And they've Since never mentioned one. it. They, they always give you like yeah. a little something and then like they drop you right there because he just wants to have a normal life. It's going to be great to see what the heck went on with Terry's backstory. Oh, yeah, totally. In fact, um, you guys don't know, but Roth and I both want to marry him. Really? He's awesome. Not necessarily Todd Lowe, but, but um, Terry. Terry. 
because he's right. he's awesome. He just uh, wants to flip pancakes, and it's yeah. uh, that's all right with him. It's not not together. Like line. oh, okay. No, we'll fight each other over right. it. But I have pointy sticks. You have a spear. I do. Yeah. You have a spear. There you yeah. go. I'm saying Roth, I got a spear. Yeah. yeah because <laughs> even Sheriff Bud, season one mm-hmm. said, what you know he should have he should have gone to prison for what he did. Yeah. What did he do? I know. I know. I'm dying you to find know. out. You know. You know. If I do, I'm not going to tell you. Ugh. Would you, I mean, though, seriously, like sometimes I do get, you know, episodes early um, and I, I don't want to spoil them for anyone. Well, technically speaking, how do we know that what he did also correlates to what happened in the war? Because right. there's no way the mm-hmm. sheriff of Bontown would know about what he might have done mm-hmm. in the war. Mm-hmm. So clearly he's done a bunch of stuff. That he's obviously trying to get over. So it'd be great to know even like one of those things. Like, was he spec ops? Was he like demolitions? Did he mm-hmm. blow something up the wrong way? Somebody died that wasn't supposed to. Did he, and did he? I mean, obviously he's volatile. It's great to see him kind of like, you know, like <laughs> get inside. I don't want to talk about it. All of a sudden he's like, you better cut it out. He's like, we're cool. I know. Yeah, I'm cool. I know. That's kind of scary. That's Let's kind just of like sociopath, right? Like, but it? it's great to see him because up till now he's all he's done is flip pancakes and he's been like the nice guy of the bunch. It's great to see him like don't mess with me. I blow up stuff for fun. I know. And actually, I mean, I think last season one of my favorite things in the world was the the episode with he and Andy, and like how he helped Andy get over the V. Yeah. And, like, yes. and so I actually they try uh, to counsel him with a twelve step program. Oh my god! In the treehouse, it was awesome. It was fantastic. <laughs> I asked if there are going to be some more of those as, those uh, interactions this season. And they said, yeah, they definitely will be. Could it be the other way around? It could be. Could because, be. Okay, supernatural or not, Terry? I don't think he's supernatural, but it's certainly possible he could be possessed. Ah, I knew I'd get something out of her. I knew Oh, I'd but I don't actually know that. Uh, I actually don't know that. I'm that just guessing. almost brilliant on your part. And almost, you, you except I don't away, know. Then you gave away your motives. Way to go. I know. Sorry. No, I, I actually don't know. I actually okay. don't know. And I swear I will never spoil anything. I promise. This, if yeah. I find, because I have the first four episodes in my house right now. <laughs> I haven't watched is, them all. Isn't that like cheating? No. Yes. Who does that? Who throws a shoe? Me. Honestly. No. <laughs> No, I mean you know I. We're going after the after after show. We're going to watch. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Watch the shows in my house. Yeah, yeah. It's I. I mean, but I don't. I don't like spoiling things for people, yeah. and I'm under so many embargoes. I'd I'd be shot in the head <laughs> if I didn't get to them first with my pointy stick. Hence the spear. Uh huh. That's where really it's all going? what. Seriously, that's really why I have the weapon. Yeah. that's totally it. Yeah. So speaking about being at the point of death, what's going on with all seed and? Oh, seed and Sam. Okay. Yes. All right. So why is Sam so damn nice? Is he? Well, yes, because he's he's taking the fall for Alcide. But he's because I mean, Alcide bailed him out. Alcide helped him with Tommy. You know, he saved Tommy. Yeah, you know, but he was there for Tommy. And I know, I know, but I mean, seriously, like he, that's uh, that's not just like we well, you know, dude. I'll totally fix your car. It's like I'm gonna be beaten, <laughs> probably killed for you. Like, I mean, there's nice, and then there's like stupid nice. It's Sam's art because remember he was not mm-hmm. so nice throughout his life. Exactly, yep. I think yep. it's just the nobility that's forced on by his past. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he just doesn't feel like he can live with himself anymore if he just doesn't do the right thing because he's already feels so bad for all yeah. the things. And plus, th- I think there is a bit of remorse for Tommy. Yeah, Aww. and the fact that his family just self destructed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so he's. I mean, he kind of did that as well to protect, you know, his quote unquote new family or the yeah. potential for that new family. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, Alcide's now taking over. Okay, I just, I have to bring this up. Was the biggest gross-out moment, biggest gross-out moment, Pack Chick eating the corpse of Marcus. Yeah, mom eating 
sun. It's a ritual. It's like people eat placentas. They eat. I do not. I didn't ask if you did. I'm, just I'm vegetarian. It was a little unexpected. You, they, <laughs> don't, they don't allude to it being. Po- I mean, first of all, that woman is growly. Oh, I know. She <laughs> comes. Martha. She That's comes. Great like when she walks in, it's like she walks in even from the distance, like master shot they've got of her walking into this bar, and you're just like, oh, that is a grisly woman. I do not. She just walks in like way too many cigarettes in her lifetime. Where the heck are they? You know, it's like it doesn't <laughs> even sound like a woman. No wonder everybody's like, Jesus, it's her. I know. We don't know who she is, but we just know, like, my God, stop smoking. Oh, what um, a fantastic casting. And she, and phenomenal casting, exactly, considering we find out she's Marcus's, you know, mom. And then she's like, well, there's some rituals, some few quid bro codes, provisos that we need to. And it turns out they're like, okay, I didn't want to tell you before, but this is how we roll. I'm going to eat a corpse. So totally not fine. necessary. Why uh, there's not enough liquor and therapy in the world to undo that. <laughs> oh, my God. So true. Why did they all bow? Uh, oh, before Alcide? Yes. Because, you know, he's the one that right. killed the former pack leader. Yeah. So, so now he is technically pack leader. So right. if he had chosen Ooh. to go and eat the corpse, then he would have been immediately pack leader. Because it's it's um, these are, you know, alpha males fighting. Yeah. And Ritualistic. Alcide won. So, you know, this is this is a stag takes down the old stag and the whole thing. And so, um, but yeah, and he chooses not to do it, which is really interesting. Yeah. So and he says, forced. I'm good either way. So yep. he's, he's also dictating a change of guard and... and, and in his own way of doing things because he's not following the pack rules. But he's being forced to be the pack leader now. I don't know if it's he's being forced to it. I think it's just an acknowledged thing that he is now the pack leader and mm-hmm. he knows... I don't know... I See, one interesting thing would be did he kill Marcus knowing that that would be the case? I don't necessarily think so, but he's... You know, he felt that he had to do it mm-hmm. and now that he has done it, he knows what comes next and that yeah. is he's going to have to be pack leader. He doesn't care how he's going to be pack leader. But he's pack leader. Well, interesting. I, I wonder if he, do, you know, if he's if he's going to continue as pack leader. Um, the fact that Debbie Pelt is dead as well. Like we know who killed Marcus. He doesn't know who killed Debbie yet, and no. is he going to have to go after Sookie? Because from what we've seen in the promos, it looks like Sookie now seed. Yeah. God damn! Do you ever just want to be Anna Paquin? <laughs> um, uh, no. So, no. All right, now. Not guys. really, but okay. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll but, um, I'll see you yeah, it's like, huh. Um, but uh, but I wonder if he's going to have to go after her, or if, if he's going to, if he doesn't want to be pack leader because he knows he has to go after her, although. He doesn't know yet. He doesn't know well, yet. Well, but yeah. even if he did know, again, so he's writing his own book as pack leader. So right. the question is, does if he were to ever find out, does he change things and go, mm-hmm. okay, well, I mean, it's it's again something that that would be that'll be interesting to see. Now, from what I understand is, I do I know I know a lot of people that have read the books and I've asked questions about the werewolves that they don't nec- they kind of trail off as the books go along. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm wondering is is this something that Alan Ball put in, so that they could create a, a new universe for the werewolves to you know give them give them something. That you know? that's certainly possible. Um, I I didn't get to talk to him, but I mm-hmm. I may. So I'll, I'll definitely ask that if I do. I'm not sure, but I mean I, I think it, it could be because I mean they they've changed so many things. I think. In a way, it's like um, it's like what Game of Thrones did with Jamie Lannister, yeah. where like you know you, he's really not you don't see him very much in that book, but you have to have your main character on, and so anybody who trails off in True Blood, I think it's going to be the same thing. It's like, but people want to see Alcide, so there's going to be a way to keep him. That's on. What, that's what I was thinking. Is you know Jamie Lannister like in other shows, you know they have gone off script so to speak when it comes to like what happens in the book, but. When it's a TV show, you may be beholden more to a viewership. So maybe Alan Ball didn't necessarily. Maybe he wanted to bring on the werewolves as just like a, a little side subplot. But I don't think anybody, probably even Joe, bless his heart, although, you know, he's been doing great work for a long time, nobody knew Alcide was going to 
shoot up like this is right. like one of the big three. You yeah. know, as bottom line is he's one of the big three male leads right now. Yeah. And that's fantastic for him. And maybe they're continuing the storyline because something unexpected happened and they're going with it. And I was reading on what, you know, one of the many blogs and whatnot. And I'm thinking I heard someone speculating that possibly they could combine him with a future character that we have not seen yet. The I know I who it is. Quinn. Yeah. Yeah. It's Quinn. Where Tiger. Yeah. Because we've already had Panthers. I want to have a tiger. But I've heard that Quinn, according to the book, is this mm. massive yes, man. Yes, yeah, I yeah. I mean, he even dwarfs all seed. Yeah. He's a, he's a so bit of a you're saying you'd be combining uh, all seed's character with? Relationship-wise and all else? of that and what, what happens oh, in terms of storyline. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't think they'd bring one in? Um, How do you find someone... He's supposed to be this massive man, and it's just manlier than all seed. Of all uh-huh. the types you've seen on True Blood, yeah. and I've seen some interesting castings there. You yeah. really don't think there's somebody out there to be like, I'd love to play Wear Tiger, and he comes in at six foot eight, it's, you know, 280 pounds of all muscle. It depends how far it goes. It depends. I mean, because I, I don't think we certainly won't see that this season, um, so, or yeah. we probably, I mean, that that kind of casting notice in the breakdowns would have leaked to someone. Right. Yes. So, <laughs> and I mean, foot tall. Uh, yeah. And they wouldn't be able to. Just go right. through breakdown service. They'd have to open it up to like all over the place. Right? No, they they really would. And I, I also, I mean, because there are only a certain amount of actors out there who are you know big like that fit the description of Quinn. But um, I so I don't think it'll be this season. Now it's possible that Todd Lowe spilled a little bit about a possible season six. We don't really know. But when he was doing an interview, um, he was talking about he and I forget and forgive me, I forget the site. But um, he was talking about. You know, covering up Sookie's or uh, um, Anna Paquin's pregnancy because they still had, as of mm-hmm. the time of the red carpet a few weeks ago, sh- they still had three episodes to shoot. Hmm. And she was, she's pretty, I mean, you can tell she's preggers. So um, he was talking about stunt doubles and all that and how it would affect the future. And he's like, oh, well, when we start shooting, se- uh, shooting season six, she will have had the baby by then. Now, he could have just been saying, when we, Assuming that yeah, if we case. do get that, but. Also, they may know something we don't. Right. So if they do go to a sixth season, you know, it's certainly possible. I mean, if they're running out of people to bring in, I mean, there's only so many supernatural things out there. Like, where, where tiger? Sure. So it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be outside the realm of possibility. So it's a where tiger. Yeah. Oh I think I'm, I'm almost positive that being Alan, I don't know. I would suspect that Alan Ball being a, as prolific a producer as he is and a, and a, and a showrunner, he has to have possible futures already mapped out. I don't yeah. think it would be like, oh gosh, we're coming yeah, back for six season. Yeah, but then he won't season. be showrunner. Right. What's that? He won't be showrunner. Well, I mean, you know, it's still it's still his baby. He's yeah, still, of even if he's not actually running the show, I'm sure he has, you know, I don't know how you, what do you want to call it, stock in the company, so to speak. He'd obviously obviously have a big voice in the direction right. of the show. You don't think they've already mapped it out since the beginning? To a certain extent, I'm sure. I think so, and there were certainly things in the book that they could map out, but I think certain things have developed. I mean, look, Lafayette is supposed to be dead, (laughs) and Lafayette's one of the major characters. Um, And what about Lafayette? We really didn't... What did did he have going on today? I'm trying to Well, yeah, let's move on to that, because Lafayette is... um, It's one of the the smaller things that happened, but he's obviously devastated about Jesus, and I am also devastated about Jesus, because I loved him. Um, But, you know, he's obviously... We're going to see him again, so... Um, the thing I, I do wonder um, if he's going, how much his power is going to manifest and how it's going to change now that he's full of grief. One thing we do have to mention is Jesus' body is gone. Gone. Mm-hmm. It's totally gone. 
We and have absolutely no idea why. No, no idea why. And I mean, we can speculate, but we have no idea why. Right. He's devastated. He what did he did he call Sookie the angel of death? Um, he's like everyone dies around you. Like you're dangerous to be around. He's obviously still in shock. Like he's just not. Like you can see when he's the body's not there. He's just his eyes roll back. And Nelson Ellis is honestly fantastic. He's one of my favorites he's on the a show. Phenomenal actor. He really is. Um, and that that look of shock, that look of I have no idea what's happening in my life, um, was so powerful. You know, we don't know where it's going, and he. He wasn't really in the episode that much towards the end. But that's, but that his, that was, that's his beauty because yeah. I love the way that he plays. I love the way he plays Lafayette. First of all, his mannerisms are gold. Everything he does to me is phenomenal. And yeah. he can, he's, he's one of those guys that he could be that lost and, and powerless and vulnerable in that scene. And in a flip second in the beginning, rarely have we seen him take that kind of control. Right. When he's up in Alcide's face... Honestly, I am not at all doubting that at that point, Lafayette could... If he may not be able to win against Alcide, but he will put in a scrap. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? And his whole thing was like, you heard, and the whole thing with his... You know, I just know, like, I what? Know. You like the sass. I love the sass. The best thing about Lafayette is his sass. Yeah, yeah, love it's it. true. It's true. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um, another little thing we want, might want to mention is Jason being so sweet after the party with the girl. He was nice to drunk girl. He's a mature She's man. Like, I can't yeah. believe you're that kind of an asshole. And he's like, no, yeah, yeah, I... I am actually. Yeah, like I'll never, I'll never call you. I'll yeah. Never, yeah, I thought that was kind of awesome to see. Yeah. Like Jason is one of those. Um, he's sort of like, not to go super like young on you, but he's like the the sacred clown. He's the the guy who is too. He's dumb. I mean, he's he's or he's an innocent. He's an innocent. No matter what, things just keep happening to him. But he keeps telling the truth. Mm-hmm. The truth keeps coming out, and he keeps saying like. This this is what's happening in the world around me. So he is sort of the the truth teller in the series, and he's like, no, this is who I am. And it's but what what's happening is that he's really not. He's he's being nice to her, and so I think that's part of Jessica changing him. You're explaining like crazy stuff to me. <laughs> Just crazy. <laughs> Sorry, I got a little deep there. You did. Uh, I'm yeah, out of it now. It, well, it'll be nice. It'll be nice to see him develop as well. Whether you know uh, to see him go from somebody who hated vampires and V so much to being hooked on it to falling in love with one. Possibly, he said he's developing. I think he's already very well developed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did you see the legs with the? Really? Do- I'm sorry. It's such Rob- a great line too, because he's like, by the way, put a sweatshirt on, because that that the, your body, I'm, it's something like it's making me <laughs> anxious, something fierce, I know. Or something of that extent. It was a great, great line. We are being, we're being Sexy kind. This it's gonna be it's gonna be very guys versus girls this season. It is. You know it I mean? is. Right now, mm-hmm. Roth isn't here. Right. But next week, we're gonna start talking about Jessica and her little Red Riding Hood hey, number. Hey, you can go ahead and talk about it. Phenomenal. I'm totally the, fine with that. The fact they did it for two seasons. Uh huh. Oh my God! Equal I, time, equal time. I know, but yeah. right now we're, we're we're playing nice. It's our first episode. Oh, thank you. If Roth were here, she'd back me up. Because if I you look at would. him standing in the doorway and the leg muscle, it's like, I. Mm, there are no words. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, okay. one, <laughs> one more thing we want to mention yeah. as we'll move off of his thighs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, so Andy, Andy at um, at Merlots. So. He's a judge come in, and he gets Andy to write off a ticket, a speeding ticket that his son Without got. Without really twisting his arm so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really wasn't difficult. Very interesting to see if that is going to play into later storylines. And as we know in the true love, true love, true, true, blo- true blood universe, everything has a consequence. Absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah. the first time I saw the, uh, when I watched the episode, I thought it was all about Jason and Hoyt. 
Right. But then the second time I I, I saw yeah I saw it twice. <laughs> the second <laughs> so time. Did I sh- I. Yeah. Okay. Good. The second so time so I saw the episode. It's really weird. You lie. It no, was really it was all you know. I thought it was a diversion for Jason uh-huh. and Hoyt to just butt heads, but that was that wasn't it. It was all about the judge. What is, it, does it have something to do with? Here's a, a plot line that was dropped. Jason and remember QB one, mm-hmm. the one that was hooked on V. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever happened to that story? Is that the judge's son? Could be. That's because it just disappeared, and they leave no stone, stone unturned. Yeah. So. Although it wasn't a huge surprise that that Andy would do something like that, because technically speaking, he's not he's not the run of the mill like by the book sheriff. He doesn't have the stiffest spine he's, ever. Well, I'm just well, the first sheriff definitely was. The right. poor guy couldn't handle it, and he's like, "I'm out of this town. I don't know what y'all are doing. I'm retiring." He's just like, "Too much death. I can't deal with it." Obviously, Andy has a moral co- center that's uh, you know it doesn't go straight. It's kind of wiggly. Yeah. So. So it's not like I Aww, didn't. It's wiggly. not like it's out of control that uh, he would do something like that. But I think you are right. I think they're very, very purposeful in, in the things that they do. And there's definitely a reason why. First of all, that they would introduce that component of Andy's personality, let alone the judge. Mm-hmm. So obviously, it's not the first time or last time we're going to see that judge. Most likely. Yeah. And uh, it'll be interesting. Another thing that you were talking about, as far as Andy's concerned, is there are a lot of like uh, uh, multiple themes. So that whole Butch and Sundance theme is most likely going to play with. Andy and Jason, oh, they which always. is great. Even in yeah. that, even the clips of the future shows when Andy's like, "I've had sex," and <laughs> and, and Jason looks at him and is like, "Congratulations, welcome to the club." Like that sort of stuff that they're gonna be. Why was last that? night? Uh, I had the sex. <laughs> <laughs> that is phenomenal. That was awesome. Yeah, so, so that was just the best Andy imitation I've ever. Heard. Thank you, but it's because it was awesome. He's like, it's like oh he's, 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 it's honestly, it's like the biggest thing he's ever had to like, what do you call, it, divulge ever. He's like, I've had almost like he's, he's trying to get it out of his throat, but it's not working. I've had sex. <laughs> But uh, it was yeah, awesome. You've been practicing so, that. You've been practicing. Yeah, he's no, totally just, been practicing just, that. I'm just channeling True Blood right oh, now. Okay. It's the spear talk, and now I'm just channeling. Right. I don't know what's going on. But it's nice to see like Jason and Andy, Eric and uh, and uh, Bill, and you know, it's most likely it's gonna there's gonna be a little bit of you know, uh, uh, e- even when they're not all girls, like you know, Suki and and uh, Lafayette is gonna be kind of a, a double now since they seem to be finding themselves. Pam and Tara. Pam and Tara, Pam and exactly. Tara. So there's gonna be a lot of these like. Not necessarily alone, alone, but these duos walking around Sam and, you know, Al Seed and so on. So it's going to be really nice to see little micro kisms and, and little clubs, cliques form in the show. It's going to be great. Little packs of packs. Gotcha. Little packs oh. of packs. You know, what about, I know we can't talk about it because they didn't show us anything about it. The authority. I just want to uh, know about the authority. All right. Here's, here's what I know about the authority. And again, this is not from the episodes. This is only from the red carpet. Um, they, uh, there is some power play going on in there. And one of the really powerful characters is the little kid vampire who is going to be our guest in the coming weeks. Yes. Um, Jacob Hopkins. So I'm, I'm really, really excited Yay! about that. But yeah, there's some, there's some rough people. Obviously, from the promos, you can see that Roman um, Christopher oh. Maloney. All right. There, I'm going to drool again. I'm going to stop. But um, he, but he obviously thank you oh thank you honestly <laughs> Christopher Maloney is like a huge crush of mine um, we really need to get him on the show and then he can sit next to me um, so but yeah so I mean he obviously is against Eric and and Bill so um, and one of the things that um, Carolyn Hennessy told me is that her character Rosalind 
is just all, like I mean I don't know what her, her feelings on either side because she couldn't say but she's mm-hmm. this like crazy Texas madam and she's extremely extremely old but she loves everything about Texas and the South and she's going to be really fun to play around with shouldn't she have been on Dallas maybe you think yeah right okay yeah no and, and also uh, Christopher Heyerdahl is on and he used to be on Sanctuary which I absolutely mm-hmm. loved because I'm a nerd <laughs> and um but yeah so it'll it'll be interesting and then oh my god and then from Spartacus oh my god Peter Mensa. Who was he as Spartacus? Oh my god. Ah, he was on Emmaus. Oh. I'm so yes. excited. I, I mean, and now he's not at boot camp for Spartacus, so he can come on the show. Is it this this is turning into like Spartacus Light then with all the men without their shirts? That's Great. fun. We need we need more Nora. I, I, oh, they'll be making Nora. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna yeah vote for Nora. Let's get some more Nora in there. Those Let's are get our some more Jessica. Right, Let's get right. some more. Can we can we get a little something for the guys? Can we do that? There's way I, too much. That show look, makes me want to work out. Honestly, it's just and a little. It's a little over the top, guys. I understand. Eat a burger. Have a, some ice cream. Do something. No, don't. <laughs> um, no, but you'll you'll have naked Sookie. You'll have naked Jessica. And I did find out that um, naked Prager Sookie. No, no, no. But here's what I found out. Stunt um, double Sookie. Yes, they use stunt doubles. Mm. They were using um, stunt. The, normally she has a stunt double, but they've been bringing her in to, to body double. So it. They said they were hiding it somewhat, but then after a certain point, they couldn't anymore, mm-hmm. and so they they've had um, they've had them in there a lot. Hmm. Yes. So you won't have to look at naked Prager Sookie. Okay. It's not being put into the okay. storyline in any way. Nora's English accent alone is enough. Oh. oh, also, she's like the nicest person ever. Who, Nora? Rachel oh, Griffiths. I don't yeah. want to know she's nice. No, no she's I wanna, really I nice. I she's know she's not nice. Yeah, she's she naughty. She was on Robin. No, you know, the cool thing about her is like when you speak with her, she's she's very sweet and she's very lovely. And then you see her as Nora and you're like, oh, what? okay. <laughs> you yeah. love uh, plenty of names, girl. That is so classic her. <laughs> and we'll have a glammed up Tara. I think because uh-huh. I don't know if you notice how she, in the in the previews, yeah, kind of interview looked, with a vampire when they all of a sudden become the different. best version of themselves. Oh yes. yeah, oh yeah. And, okay, and speaking You'll of which, have fun people to look at. I'm just uh, speaking of like makeup and stuff. What's going on with Hoyt? And what was with the eyeliner? I don't know if you guys saw that. Yeah, I kind of noticed that too. I was wondering. He's going into Fantasia. Uh huh. I think Hoyt's going dark. Uh huh. Hoyt's he's gone going dark. dark. Yeah. He's going dark. Can he go dark, dark? Hoyt? I, I don't know. I mean, he just basically he told his dark. best friend to to f off. I, I I think I think. Have you ever had a really bad breakup? Because I just had one. Fourteen. Yeah. I'll wear a lot of wow. I'll wear a lot of eyeliner and go dark too. Okay. Okay. So then Hoyt <laughs> is going to be a bad dude this season. He's going to be a little mixed up. He's going to take some of that terror anger and. Right. It's going to cause havoc. Try to get Je- Jessica jealous, perhaps. Was mm-hmm. he going to be turned? Yeah. Is he going to be? Could he be turned into a oh, vampire? What's know. going on? I, I just like eyeliner. You do? Okay. I do. I love guyliner. We got guy, we're wearing okay. guyliner next week. Next week, guy, Thank guyliner. Thank you. Thank you, gentlemen. Those are our predictions so far. All right. All right. Well, guys, it looks it looks like we are getting ready to wrap up. So, um, fo- make sure you guys follow AfterBuzz TV on Twitter at Af- AfterBuzz TV. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Um, don't forget, tell a friend, leave comments, um, and guys, please talk to us on Twitter because I tweet about True Blood nonstop. So please start discussions with us. We'd love to hear it. You can follow me at, at Jenna Bush B U S C H, like the beer, not the president. You can find me at the Everyday Man, like the Everyday Man. <laughs> and you can find me at Yermonger, Y-E-R-M-A-N-G-U-R. Also, you can follow me or uh, see our Real Housewives in New York episodes on Tuesday nights from 9 to 10. Oh, yeah. I want to plug Eureka Tuesday nights, 10 to 11. Oh, you don't want me to plug it. I do like 14 shows a week here. Start now. Okay. Go. You have 13 right. seconds. The Bachelorette, True Blood, 
duets and a whole bunch of other stuff. Right. Awesome. Hey, oh, 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 and you can watch watch my Stan Lee show, Cocktails with Stan. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> On World of Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Enough plugging. Good night, everybody. See you guys. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.